Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Husband. Wife. What the fuck are you up to? I told you. I'm trying to make it funny before we get onto the podcast. That's why I do a funny countdown. It's just that you were like sing-songing and I was like, what? I was taken aback. And, and you were laughing, weren't you? Yeah, but then I said, you're so dumb. And then you said, nope. And you cut it you off. Because you didn't start it right. You're supposed to say husband. Okay, so I go, husband, you're so dumb. Is that better? I mean, no, because you say husband. And that's husband. It. That's it. Husband. Wife. You're so dumb. See, that would be better. Okay. So, um, do you remember what happened last time? Uh, seems like we were learning rules for... Things. Things. And, like, the, stuff. The long lobe of the liver. Yeah, that's right. Sacrifices. Yeah. And for different reasons, though. Like, yeah. Um, and sometimes like, you need a male and sometimes you need a female animal, but... but whether it's male or female, it needs to be unblemished it was and like perfect. Like if you send, if you send unintentionally, yeah. If you dipped your toe in the wrong river, I don't really know, but there was yeah. a lot of shit. What it? What if you accidentally peed the bed? I wonder if that's a sin. Probably. Like you can't help that. I mean, you can help that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when that happens to people, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That that's sad. Yeah. But at least you would know you did it. Right. It wouldn't be something that you didn't know. Because we, we did question whether or not and what would happen if you send but didn't know you send and never found out you send. Right. Like right. that's that sounds like a serious issue there. Well, God knows your heart. And he also knows whether you send or not. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorance of the law is no excuse. Right. What are we covering today? Um, Levi Tickus chapters five and six. You, you got to speak into the mic when you do that stuff. Okay. Levi Tickus chapters five and six. Oh, okay. Right. I couldn't remember the number, so now, I had to look away. Now it away. doesn't sound so echoey probably to them. Well, I had to look at the paper. Okay. Because I couldn't remember where we were. Got it. All right. Well, um, so just a couple of housekeeping notes here real quick. Um, I, we have updated our podcast logo. Oh yeah, we did. We did such a good job. I think it looks pretty sharp. Yeah. Although as of right this moment, it has not yet updated on Google or on CastBox, I think. So at least, and probably some others out there, but like iTunes has already got it picked up and all the other major ones seem to have it good to go. It's a good logo. It's a good logo. So you guys will see that soon if you don't see it already. And Always be sure to visit us on sacrilegiousdiscourse.com and buy some product because we love that. And, oh, we have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, a Pinterest page, and a Twitter page, obviously, because we've already promoted that one. But those are all available at the bottom of our 
website to go and join us on. So go do that too. Yeah, and then talk at us. Yeah, we love that. Yeah. All right, let's get on with this podcast, huh? Okie dokie. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. <laughs> so we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it, es- it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to, to not cheap. Oh. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So, what exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash Sacrilegious Discourse is our actual main page there. So head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Okay, are you ready to start this levy tickus? I am ready. Chapter 5. Okay, if you are called to testify about something you have seen or that you know about, it is sinful to refuse to testify and you will be punished for your sin. So that means you better be a narc, right? So then what? what? He's saying that you better be a narc. Right, right. You better come rat your fellow neighbors out. Yeah, it says you have to testify. It doesn't say what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure elsewhere, it didn't say don't be a liar face. Probably. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. So it kind of does in a roundabout way. I guess. But it's all on how you word it. You know, you can say things. There's how you always loopholes. Long- yeah, you got to make a loophole there. Hmm. Or suppose you unknowingly touch something that is ceremonially unclean, which could happen. Right. I mean, Such- I always touch things that are ceremonially unclean. Well, I mean, they have all these ceremonial I know, I know. bullshit things, yeah. such as the carcass of an unclean animal. I hate it when that happens. When you realize what you have done, see, there's the problem. I would on purpose How the fuck do you never realize. realize. Right. I would never realize. I would make a point of going through my life not realizing. Yeah. La, la, la. I don't know. <laughs> you must admit your defilement and your guilt. You son of a bitch, you touched that thing. pretty strong words, defilement. You are a dirty motherfucker. I cannot believe you. (laughs) You must go confess to the Lord that you touched that animal skin. Carcass. Carcass. Yeah. Yeah. That is so harsh. It's so stupid. But rape, that's fine. Right. I mean, in certain instances anyway. Sometimes. Yeah. Incest also. Definitely. I mean, you got to carry on that male air. Yeah, definitely. Gotta that is carry very on. fucking important. We must have all the mans. Yeah. Man wiener is very importante. But only part of it. You got to chop that little bit off there at the end. Yeah. Yeah. This is true whether it is a wild animal, a domestic animal, or an animal that scurries along the ground. I'm glad they clarified that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. all the animals. Yeah. Yeah. All the all, animals. All of them. Or suppose you unknowingly touch something that makes a person unclean. When you realize what you have done, you must admit your guilt. When you touch something that makes a person unclean. So... What does that mean? If you touch something that's unclean, you suck. If you touch something that makes you unclean, you suck. But I don't know what that could be. 
I don't either. Yeah. Maybe they'll explain it to us. I'm sure they, I mean, they're usually pretty good about that. No, this time it just goes right on to the next. Oh. Don't do this. Let's just leave that one vague so you can die of, uh, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I decide to smote you over. Oh, well, you, you made, you touched that rock and I decided it made you unclean. <laughs> or suppose you make a foolish vow of any kind. A foolish vow. Whether its purpose is for good or for bad. When you realize it's foolishness, you must admit your guilt. What indicates a foolish vow? Right? That's... Like, most of the time if you vow something, it's not foolish because you're making a promise. Like, right. Like, such as, I promise with this rainbow never to flood you for 40 days and 40 nights. Or, I promise to be monogamous to you. Or, I promise, I vow to avenge your death or something well it sounds know? to me like everybody sins on new year's eve night oh yeah but they're oh, they're yeah. empty they're you know empty resolutions new year's resolutions Eek. so they're making foolish promises and therefore they are unclean right <laughs> when you become aware of your guilt in any of these ways you must confess your sin then you must bring to the lord as the penalty for your sin a female from the flock either a sheep or a goat this is a sin offering with which the priest will purify you from your sin, making you right with the Lord. Isn't that one of the ones you could bring a bird to also? I think so, but I don't remember. There were so many different offerings, and I don't know if yeah, bird fell under sin or if it was burnt. And it doesn't really matter. I'm not going to bring any animals to my... And I don't have a pastor or a priest, but <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't bring it to them. You have no flocks. Right. But if you cannot afford to bring a sheep... Oh, there it is. You may bring to the Lord two turtle doves or two young pigeons as the penalty for your sin. Two turtle doves. It's actually you, in the I Bible. I know. How funny. That is funny. That That's funny because I gave you shit for choosing turtle dove and I said that nobody would have turtle dove. Yeah, damn it. It turns out... And now they choose turtle doves. Or two young pigeons. Yeah. One of the birds will be for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. You must bring them to the priest who will present the first bird as the sin offering. He will wring its neck, but without severing its head from the body. That matters. It's important. Without severing the head from the body? No, wring its neck. So you just like... Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Right. Uh, they can't see what you did. No, but, I know. But, but I... they know the they know the the movement that goes with that noise. Right. Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah. Whatever you're imagining, that's what he did. Well, not whatever, but, you know, within reason. Oh, my God. <laughs> then he will sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering against the sides of the altar, and the rest of the blood will be drained out at the base of the altar. This is an offering for sin. The priest will then prepare the second bird as a burnt offering, following all the procedures that have been prescribed. Through this process, the priest will purify you from your sin, making you right with the Lord, and you will be forgiven. I love it. Uh, Getting Just forgiven. what I wanted for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> if you cannot afford to bring two dirtle doves or two young pigeons, you may bring two quarts of choice flour for your sin. Wow, offering. this has gone like they're... they're... They're, They're bargaining like, here. Rocks, rocks. Just like, bring some what rocks. Do you, what do you got? What I do mean, you have? Toenails. Do you have toenails? <laughs> I would always just bring flour, unless yeah. it unless it progresses lower, and then that's what I would bring. Right, right. <laughs> Since it is an offering for sin, you must not moisten it with olive oil or put any frankincense in it. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, wouldn't. I mean, 
Why? I would give it yeah, just to straight you straight. Up. Yep. Straight up flour. Take the flour to the priest who will scoop out a handful as a representative portion. <laughs> yeah, you struggled with that word. <laughs> Shut up. Representative <laughs> portion. You shouldn't make fun of I shouldn't of make fun of stuttering. You're right. That like, was bad. I, mean, I apologize. I don't actually think badly or of anything of stutterers. So, like, that was really bad. I didn't mean to stutter. I was just giving you shit because you fucked that up pretty bad. You don't even read. Like, I always read these. If you read it, it would be so do, much worse. We should worse. do one oh where I read. Oh, my God. We should do one where you read <laughs> so that they can see how bad you are and then that you have no right to make fun of me ever. Right. right. But that'll be the one time I shine just because that's oh my how my God. life goes, you know? It's true. Yeah. It's true. He'll be will... like, we need him to read more often. Oh, my He's God. He's awesome. Yeah. Well, you be careful what you wish for, people. <laughs> He will burn it on the altar on top of the special gifts presented to the Lord. It is an offering for sin. Through this process, the priest... God, I am stuttering, though. Through this process, the priest will purify those who are guilty of any of these sins, making them right with the Lord, and they will be forgiven. The rest of the flour will belong to the priest, just as with the grain offering. To be fair, that sentence kind of sounded like it came out of Mr. Popper's Penguins. Yeah, and the, it had the a lot of... the lady that uses all the peas. Yeah. It's like perfectly practically perfect and right and, and piss poor performance, private right and all that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was not good. A lot of peas. That was a lot of peas. And then I, when you're on a radio, you're not supposed to pop your peas. Oh, you're have not. You, have you heard about that? No. Why? Because it makes a a bad noise on the microphone. Well, piss on that. No, you're not supposed to pop your peas. I know. I was seeing. I was testing it out. I thought everybody knew that one. I didn't, I never, what, I mean, we literally record this in, on a desk in our living room. On a phone. Yeah, so why would I know the ins and outs of recording studio shit? Okay, I, have I ever been in a recording studio? No, but you read a lot of crap that I don't read, so. I don't read crap, I read great stuff. You read everything. I do read everything. So I wouldn't call it all great stuff, it's just you read everything. I do read everything. Okay, that's fair. I don't know where I picked up that little nugget, but I just thought everybody knew you don't pop your peas in the microphone. I knew that they have, like, on fancy microphones, there's, like, a diffuser to, like, soften some of those hard edges on words, but... Mm, see, I didn't know that because I don't... That's equipment. We have one. <laughs> I don't do equipment. I just don't use it because it sucks. Well, the cat agrees that it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, tell them. Tell them how much it sucks. Okay, we gotta get on with this. <laughs> okay, trespass offerings. This is getting exciting. <coughs> Stop coughing. I'm sorry. I've been holding that in for like the whole last... What, nine minutes? You couldn't wait nine more? I've been holding it in for at least four minutes. Oh my God, you're so, an idiot. And then I, I just couldn't. So. Okay, well shut up. We're going to learn about trespass offerings and I'm excited about this one. Okay. This is like breaking and entering, shit like that. Are you sure? I don't know, trespass. Right, but we don't know what... I'm assuming it means, means like trespassing on your land or something. Gotcha. Okay, let's see. Then the Lord said to Moses, if one of you commits a sin by unintentionally defiling the Lord's sacred property, oh, you must bring a guilt offering to the Lord. Oh, that's what they meant by trespass. And I'm assuming sacred property means the uh, tabernacle? Probably. <sighs> I assumed it meant that um, if somebody enters my house, I could shoot them. <laughs> what What does exactly defiling it mean? Like if you, and, and what does unintentional mean? Like if you're drunk and you piss on the tent? 
Mm. Is that defiling it, and is it an unintentional? Well, it's definitely defiling it. I would argue. I I would see arguments on both sides as to whether or not it was intentional. I, mean, I need to know the circumstances. What if you just really had to go, and there's not a restroom for miles because you're out in you know, and you, you just raise ancient up your Godland, you know, and you're like, yeah, because you don't have underwear, so like whatever, just piss. And they're like, oh, I can hide behind this corner of the tabernacle and just take a piss here. And then you're like, shit, now I got to go do the trespass offering. <sighs> Would you turn yourself in? I think so. In those Because times? there were so many rules. And if somebody like accidentally saw you doing that. Like, no, on purpose. On purpose you. saw you doing that. Yeah. Accidentally, whatever. And they turned you in and you didn't turn yourself in. Then you're probably like. Ten times as bad. Right. Ten times the punishment. So I think probably, you yeah. You would narc on yourself? Well, they killed a lot of people back then, I so. Would, well, see, I wouldn't worry about somebody else seeing me because I would just be like, shh. And I <laughs> bet that they would keep my secret. Why do you bet that? Because that means that I owe them uh, I'll keep your secret. Mm, okay. And I'm betting that they made all kinds of shh trades back then. <laughs> but. The thing that you had to really worry about was not each other. It was God. Because <laughs> that fool was angry as fuck. Yeah, I'm not so much worried about God, though. Because well, I don't really believe... he was smiting people left and right back then. In this story. Yeah, in this, in this story. Within okay. this... If we're putting ourselves in the Bible, then right. yes, I would turn myself in in a heartbeat because of God. Because of God, right? Because he's a vindictive prick. But in reality, I don't believe in the fucker, so... No. So I would not turn myself in, and I would say... Fuck that God and fuck you if you're an ark. Moreover, based on our reading, I'm pretty sure I sin pretty much every single fucking day. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And I'm a good person. I know. Could you Generally imagine? Speaking, you know. Could you imagine if you were really, like, even slightly evil? Right. And you're not. You're a really nice guy. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You're going to hell anyway, so. I mean, yeah. I, people have told me that my whole life. So. That That is, like, And that's a, without an even excuse. admitting I'm an atheist. That's an excuse for a lot of people to lead a, a hedonistic lifestyle because they're like if i'm going to hell anyway i might as well sin all the way but generally that's not the case most people that i know that do not believe in god are actually better people better behaved and more kind and what the religious people i yeah. know are i think it's because you have a much better um understanding and agreement with yourself of your moral code well you've actually thought about it yeah you actually you're not just taking the word of some higher power you actually think about those things yourself and what right. they mean to you right and you come to your decisions and what you can and can't live with and what you can and can't look yourself in the mirror right whether you can sleep at night that yeah. kind of thing right yeah i agree with you yeah the offering must be your own ram with no defects or you may buy one of equal value with silver as measured by the weight of the sanctuary shekel you must make restitution for the sacred property you have harmed by paying for the loss plus an additional 20%. Dang. Damn. They collected they were, interest. They were doing maths back then. That's bullshit. They were like, doing. Not only are you going to pay us back for that, you're going to pay us above and beyond, and you're going to get us a ram. So get on that, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. When you give the payment to the priest, he will purify you with the ram sacrificed as a guilt offering, making you right with the Lord, and you will be forgiven. Suppose you sin by violating one of the Lord's commands. Even if you are unaware of what you have done, you are guilty and we will be punished for your sin. For a guilt offering, you must bring to the priest your own ram with no defects, or you may buy one of equal value. 
Through the, this process, the priest will purify you from your unintentional sin, making you right with the Lord, and you will be forgiven. This is a guilt offering, for you have been guilty of an offense against the Lord. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like, well, you should really give me a ram just in case you unintentionally sinned, and this will cover you. Right? Like, they could extort pretty much anybody for yeah. that. Yeah, that's what the word I was looking for, extortion. Right. They were just like, I'm sure you did something wrong today. Right, because, I mean, like we were just saying, it. I'm sure I sin every day. Yeah. Like, There's how too could many you fucking not? rules. How so. could you not? I'm sure... I'm sure that these people were just like, yeah, I'll take your RAM. Right? Yeah. And the 20% above and beyond what right? the, you know it, it costs to fix this thing that you defiled accidentally. Yeah. Like, so you did it accidentally. We're going to take 20% more than the cost to fix it. And we're going to take RAM from you. Sucks to be you. Right? Like, wow. Um, if you're poor, I'm going to kick you while you're down. That which, sounds like what they did. A that, lot. That sounds like it's lived. Yeah. And know? God's like cool with it. He's yeah. like. Yeah. He's, he's like corporate America over. and capitalism all the way. Woohoo! <laughs> Be like little Nas X and ride that stripper pole all the way down to hell. I saw some quote or something, not a quote, but like something about how God needs his uh his sin money, but like you know, his his payment for sin, but we can't feed the the starving children. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Why? What's Because why? Because the church has to keep its lights on. That's more important than the starving children. Yeah, fuck that. Paying the electricity bill is more important than feeding children. I mean, that's the truth. Right. That, 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 is, that is part of the hypocrisy that I hate. They have to pay the landscaper to come mow <laughs> their lawn and tend the church garden. Right. You know, the bushes that surround the building. Yeah. Yeah. They pay somebody to do that. And so they have to pay that person and that for that work to be done. More than they have to feed hungry children because appearances are everything. I mean, let's just let's. If I was going to be a priest, and, and there's no way in hell I would be. Well, you if, might if um it was like the flying spaghetti monster. Sure, but but let's just hypothetically, right? Yeah. Hypothetically, in my ideal Christian universe, if I was going to be a priest or a pastor or whatever the fuck I am, I think I would live like a pauper. Like I would, I would live. In the church, I would right. I would not ask for anything above and beyond, and I would want to make like I would not be the focus of the church. I would want to be the focus of my church would be like outreach and help and and why is that not the case most of the time? Because they they're own more private jets and islands and shit. Right, and well, but even like local churches, they're more interested in their people that come every week and and putting on that show for them than they are in helping people. Now, that's not to say they don't do food drives and they don't do helpful things. They do. But they also um, pay for equipment for their quote-unquote warship band. Right. You know? Like, yeah, there's so many why... costs. If this is about helping people and betterment of society and betterment of people and, and bringing people to God, your main focus should be outreach to anybody who would listen. Ever. And anybody you could help. That's not, just my opinion. Not a new guitar. Right. That's just my opinion. Not a new... Um, um, I'm sorry, I got distracted because the cat is hugging your arm. She's biting my arm. But she's hugging it while she's... Yeah. She's play-biting it while she's hugging it. Yeah. It's kind of adorable. Right. Oh, my God, I'm dying of cute. Anyway, God sucks, and that's the end of Leviticus chapter 5. Okay, well, let's get on to the next chapter then. All right. All right, Leviticus chapter 6. Okay. Ready? Yeah, sure. Okay. 
Then the Lord said to Moses, suppose one of you sins against your associate and is unfaithful to the Lord. Suppose you cheat in a deal involving a security deposit or you steal or commit fraud or you find lost property and lie about it or you lie while swearing to tell the truth or you commit any other such sin. So like standard business practices? Right. (laughs) So if you're a Republican, if you're a lawyer looking for a loophole, if you're like basically any man I've ever known mostly, but not you. If you have sinned in any of these ways, you are guilty. You must give back whatever you stole or the money you took by extortion or the security deposit or the lost property you found or anything obtained by swearing falsely. Hold on now. The, if, if you thought you, you wouldn't ever even do it if you didn't think you could get away with it. Right. So obviously... Since they have to cover this in here as a mm-hmm. thing, people thought they could get away with it. Yeah. And they probably often did. Yeah. And it only got called out when the church didn't like it and yeah. thought, hey, we're going to fuck this person over because we don't like them and we're going right. to make them pay back for that shitty deal they did with that other person that we do like. Right. Exactly. That's exactly. what it sounds like to me. It's a law on the book specifically used to be allowed to pull over um, black people and shoot them. Right. I'm sorry. Was I talking about today's? I'm. I'm I switched over because right. politics, and that's what's happening. But yeah, it's a convenience law who mm-hmm. gets applied to whoever they want to apply. Whoever it to. is the downtrodden, right? Always, and it's always the poor, or somebody who did something they didn't like. Yeah, you know that's true. You must make restitution by paying the full price plus an additional 20% to the person you have harmed. On the same day, you must present a guilt offering. As a guilt offering to the Lord, you must bring to the priest your own ram with no defects. Or you may buy one of equal value. I think it's funny that interest is built into the Bible. I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, I cannot believe they're talking about taxes, interest. Right. This, This is ridiculous. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Through this process, the priest will purify you before the Lord, making you right with him, and you will be forgiven for any of these sins you have committed. But what if you took something that was, like, really valuable of mine, like a personal tchotchke that was, like, you know, sentimental value, right? Right. And then you got caught, and the church made you give it back plus 20%, and then you did your ram and your your offering, you know, whatever, your sin offering, and sure. blah, blah, blah. And it says, okay, you're right with God, and you're, you're forgiven. But... It doesn't talk about, like, but do I forgive you? (laughs) Like, I'm still pissed off because you took my shit and it was important to me. Well, they're not talking about whether or not people forgive them. They're talking about whether God forgives them. And that's what I'm saying. Like, this whole thing is, like, but I'm the wronged party and I'm still mad. Yeah, I'm glad that you gave me back plus 20%. But does that plus 20% go to them or the church? Well, it's... Depends. If you stole something from somebody, then you give the you give back the item plus twenty percent oh, okay, okay. to the person that you stole it from. So all I'm saying is I don't forgive you. Got it. <laughs> or, you know, you'll have to do more than just pay me back because you got caught. You know? If you want my forgiveness, you have to actually be sorry, not just act sorry. Right, right. That's all I'm saying. The law of the offerings. Then the Lord said to Moses, give Aaron and his sons the following instructions regarding the burnt offering. The burnt offering must be left on top of the altar until the next morning and the fire on the altar must be kept burning all night. 
wonder if they still do that. <laughs> in the morning, after the priest on duty has put on his official linen clothing and linen, linen clothing and linen undergarments. Ah. Sorry, the comma was on the next line. Got it. He must clean out the ashes of the burnt offering and put them beside the altar. Then he must take off these garments, change back into his regular clothes, and carry the ashes outside the camp to a place that is ceremonially clean. Meanwhile, the fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must never go out. Each morning, the priest will add fresh wood to the fire and arrange the burnt offering on it. He will then burn the fat of the peace offerings on it. And remember, the fire must be kept burning on the altar at all times. It must never go out. Just remember, make sure that fire is burning at all times. Uh, did you forget to leave the fire burning? Fuck. This is the time when you're like, oh, no, I think I left the stove on. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) These are the instructions regarding the grain offering. Aaron's sons must present this offering to the Lord in front of the altar. The priest on duty will take from the grain offering a handful of the choice flour moistened with olive oil together with all of the frankincense. So this time they moisten it with olive oil and put the frankincense. Yeah. But just this time. So not that other time. Not that other time. But this time, yes. This time, yes. Yeah. And I forgot already what the other time yeah, was. Yeah, me too, so... I didn't care enough. There, I mean, I'm just imagining I would need, like, a book just like a for whiteboard. offerings. Like, I would need a whiteboard. Which and one is this? A Venn diagram. Okay. Okay, got it. He will burn this representative portion on the altar as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Aaron and his sons may eat the rest of the flour, of course, but it must be baked without yeast and eaten in a sacred place within the courtyard of the tabernacle. Remember, it must never be prepared with yeast. So, you know what? The only two rules that I remember, like, hardcore are no yeast ever, fire burning always. No yeast ever, fire burning always. What I gather here is that Moses, Aaron, and his sons all liked unleavened bread. And they got a racket. (laughs) They definitely got a racket going. I have given it to the priests as their share of the special gifts presented to me. Like the sin offering and the guilt offering, it is most most holy. It is most holy. Is it? But not... What was the other one? There's like levels of holiness, oh, right? Um, I don't remember. I don't either now. It was... But there was, there was definitely like types of holiness. Yeah. It was all in Genesis where they were like, you know, M- most, most holy. holy kind of holy. Right, somewhat yeah. holy. And yeah. then there was a holy ab. Yeah, and a holy ab. <laughs> From the tribe of Dan. From the tribe of Dan, that's right. Any of Aaron's male descendants may eat from the special gifts presented to the Lord. Of course they can. This is their permanent right from generation to generation. Anyone or anything that touches these offerings will become holy. I just, I really want to understand how the guy that made the the golden calf Mm -hmm. still has the right take all this shit from all these people and eat it because and because the people let them i just it seems like such bullshit like if i was one of those people i'd be like wait a second he killed my friend because he made the golden calf and then he was like i don't know yeah and then now he gets all of our fucking food too yeah it's all this is a bunch of bullshit it's a bit questionable at best Then the Lord said to Moses, on the day Aaron and his sons are anointed, they must present to the Lord the standard grain offering of two quarts of choice flour, half to be offered in the morning and half to be offered in the evening. It must be carefully mixed with olive oil and cooked on a griddle. 
than like a griddle like the kind that they have at Waffle House? Probably, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, not like the one at Waffle <laughs> House, but you know. Because I'm picturing like these people that live in the desert with their sandals and robes and no underwear and, yeah. you know, um, they can't go upstairs because somebody might peek up their dress Yeah, and they got a griddle. Right. And then like the Waffle House visor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, wait. Um, did you lose your place? I did. No. I did. I hate it when that then happens. Then the Lord said to Moses on the day Aaron and his sons are anointed, they must present to the Lord the standard grain offering of two Didn't quarts. Did you just of, read that? I did. Offered in the evening. Oh, yeah. Cooked on the griddle. Then. Yeah. Then slice this grain offering and present it as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. In each generation, the high priest who succeeds Aaron must prepare this same offering. It belongs to the Lord. It must be burned up completely. This is a permanent law. Period, bitches. Permanent you're, you're law. popping those peas too much. I am popping those peas to let you understand that it says permanent law. Well, I, I just... I still wonder what happens if Aaron's line dies out. I don't know. I I really don't know. I and mean, I just got bit by my cat again. She wants to sit in your lap yeah, and you're not letting her. I know. That's just why. to be clear, she bites nicely. She's a nice biter. She's like, hey. It's, hey, it's you. more like gumming. It's kind Something of sweet. Like Except with sharp teeth. Right. But <laughs> it's never like intentionally rough or hurtful. All right. Bible. No cat. You're the one that mentioned I her. I because I just got bit. Oh, my God. Well, tell her to stop and I, yeah, not, or let her hey, sit in your lap. Kitty cat, please stop biting me. She wants in your lap. No. Well, then she's going to keep biting you. Okay. All such grain offerings of a priest must be burned up entirely. None of it may be eaten. Then the Lord said to Moses, give Aaron's and his Aaron's, give Aaron and his sons, all the Aaron's, <laughs> all the Aaron's, all the Aaron's and all the sons, the following instructions regarding the sin offering. The animal given as an offering for sin is a most holy offering, and it must be slaughtered in the Lord's presence at the place where the burnt offerings are slaughtered. The priest who offers the sacrifice as a sin offering must eat his portion in a sacred place within the, the courtyard tabernacle. of the tabernacle. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyone or anything that touches the sacrificial it's meat holy. will become holy. No shit. It's like you've read this before. Yeah, I mean, you know. If any of the sacrificial blood splatters on a person's clothing, the soiled garment must be washed in a sacred place. If a clay pot is used to boil the sacrificial meat, it must then be fucking broken. If a bronze pot is used, it must be scoured and thoroughly rinsed with water. Wow. Wow. I just, I, I can't get over the fact that they have to wash clothes in a holy place. Right? Like, it has to be a holy place where you wash clothes. Yeah. That's weird. Right? Like, why? Who is, cares? Did somebody bless this goddamn laundromat? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can somebody get over here and do a quick bless bless? Hey, can you bless these quarters? I got to put them in real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Any male from a priest family may eat from this offering. It is most holy. But the offering for sin may not be eaten. E eaten. E <laughs> eaten. If its blood was brought into the tabernacle as an offering for purification in the holy place. It must be completely burned with fire. The end. Okay. Yeah. Right? I mean. Whatever. This is a lot of rules for offerings. Yeah. It's whatever. a lot of rules. And it mostly they're bullshit <sighs> and can be simplified down to don't steal, don't be a douchebag, keep an eye on your neighbor. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm, 
it worried it would worry me back then if I broke a rule. Right. And then I have to figure out which fucking one I got to do. You would need the Cliff Notes version. You would need me by you to say, no, 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 no. They're saying like 20 different things the same way that actually boils down to there three. There needs to be like a flow chart. Well, that's like, what I said, a Venn diagram. Right, right. But you don't need to worry about what the punishments are. You only need to know what the crimes are. And that's what I'm saying. The crimes just thus far are don't be a dick. Don't pee on stuff that doesn't belong to you don't take stuff that doesn't belong to you don't mess around with stuff that doesn't belong to you just do your own stay in your lane and and also have some savings put away for you know in case of sin right in case of accidental (laughs) unintentional sin but i mean mostly just stay in your lane and don't be a dick that's what that's what all of this comes down to oh and definitely don't piss off moses or aaron right right definitely that's just my or his sons or any of their people after that yeah whatever i would i would suggest trying to marry into their family that would be smart that would be smart or at least like best friending them up right yeah Yeah. well that's it right that is it and i am done with them because they're stupid well i doubt we're done with them no we still have leviticus 7 and 8 next week well yeah but that doesn't all like just because it's leviticus 7 and 8 they may end with this whole Aaron and Moses stuff at some point, possibly. I doubt it. I doubt it. Because it's pretty much what all of the um, the Torah was about, right? Yeah, it was Moses and his people and right. his tribe. So there's going to be more. Yeah. But we'll try to make it inter- entertaining. In- entertaining. And interesting? Is that Were you trying to say I interesting? I think it was intertrusting. Intertrusting-taining. Yeah, intertrusting-taining. Intertrusting-taining. Oh, I like that. Intertrust. Yeah. Intertrust. Something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of here. All right, bye. Husband. Wife. Can I say the things now? Yes. Okay. So you had a list of items that you wanted people to check out? Yeah, definitely. Um, make sure you check us out on Twitter. We are there under the handle sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Yeah, that's that's exactly where I'd have gone with that. Yep. Um, we also would love to get emails from you because we love hate mail, fan mail, the whole nine yards there. That email address is sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. And we are now on YouTube. And if you are listening to us on YouTube, you're going to be running a little bit behind what our schedule is for our podcast because you're going to be hearing stuff from two months before if you are caught up. You're in the past. You're in the past. So you should join us on our podcasting apps that are available. So like you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I'm on um, CastBox. Yeah, my wife's special. She's on CastBox. I like CastBox. And then on any of the things that you're on, we always would love it if you would like and subscribe. That helps us out so, so much. So, Yeah, do those things. Do those things, and we will see you guys next week. Sure, sure we will. It's on Thursdays. Yeah, that. Okay, bye.